Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. I am loving the opportunity this week to focus specifically on the atonement of Jesus Christ. On Friday, he was brought before Pontius Pilate for a one-sided farce of a trial. Pilate questioned him but could find no reason to condemn Jesus. He sent the Savior to Herod, saying it fell under Herod's jurisdiction, but Herod sent Jesus back. Pilate offered to release Jesus in honor of the feast of the governor, as tradition dictated that one prisoner should be set free at Passover. But the people chose to have a murderer named Barabbas released instead. Pilate gave in to the demands of the angry mob, and he had Jesus scourged, mocked, crowned with thorns, and spit upon. Some say that perhaps Pilate hoped that this might pacify the people, but it didn't. Pilate then sentenced Jesus to crucifixion. Jesus was taken through the streets to Golgotha, where he was crucified between two thieves. Instead of being tied to the cross, they drove nails through his hands and feet. A sign was posted in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin, so all could read it. Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. I love what Luke and John tell us of Jesus' compassion during this time. On his way to Golgotha, he told the women not to weep for him, but for themselves. Of the soldiers, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He told the thief who believed in him, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And when he saw his mother, he told his disciple John to care for her. After three hours of darkness, Jesus cried, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Then he said, It is finished. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And he died. To ensure that he was really dead, a soldier pierced his side with a spear. At the time of Christ's death, the veil in the temple was rent in twain, or torn from the top to the bottom. The body of Jesus was taken to the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. A stone was rolled in front of the tomb and guards were placed. The chief priests and Pharisees feared that Jesus' disciples might steal his body. Those who loved Jesus were not able to prepare his body for burial when it was placed in the sepulcher, as Saturday, the Jewish Sabbath, was fast approaching. Instead, they waited for Sunday to come. As Elder Joseph B. Worthlin taught, I think of how dark that Friday was when Christ was lifted up on the cross. On that terrible Friday, the earth shook and grew dark. Frightful storms lashed at the earth. Those evil men who sought his life rejoiced. Now that Jesus was no more, surely those who followed him would disperse. On that day, they stood triumphant. On that day, the veil of the temple was rent in twain. The despair did not linger because on Sunday, the resurrected Lord burst the bonds of death. He ascended from the grave and appeared gloriously triumphant as the Savior of all mankind. Each of us will have our own Fridays, those days when the universe itself seems shattered and the shards of our world lie littered about us in pieces. We all will experience those broken times when it seems we can never be put together again. We will all 
have our Fridays. But I testify to you in the name of the one who conquered death, Sunday will come. In the darkness of our sorrow, Sunday will come. No matter our desperation, no matter our grief, Sunday will come. In this life or the next, Sunday will come. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.